For the next few lessons, we're going to talk about starting a podcast. Podcasting is an amazing way to build trust with an audience without having to fly all over the world doing in-person engagements, speaking to people. And best of all, podcasting doesn't have to be very complicated. If you know how to run a conference call, you have everything you need to start a podcast. In this lesson, we're going to talk about the unique benefits of podcasting, why I think the interview format is the best for our purposes, how to pick a good name for the show, and the importance of a really clear and concise tagline. So first, let's talk about the unique benefits of podcasting. What you want to do in growing your business and attracting an audience and ideal buyers and you know people who might be interested in joining your mailing list or buying your productized service or getting a custom proposal from you, you want to attract them, build trust with them. And something about the voice is a very, very powerful way to do that. You're sending a lot of information to the listener you know, beyond just the content. They're hearing your tone, your personality, um, your vibe. They're getting a lot of information from you. And you can do this same thing by doing speaking gigs, which is a very, uh, very strong way to quickly build trust with an audience. You can do this through video. But both of those things have pretty serious pros and cons. I think um, in-person engagements, you know, like a conference gig or speaking at a meetup, those are great. But they don't scale that well. They take a lot of time because there's so much travel involved. It's really a lot of effort. If you love traveling and you want to speak at conferences, that's great. A podcast will lead to more speaking engagements. Um, Speaking engagements are great, but they don't scale very well. Uh, Video is also great because in addition to hearing your voice, people are seeing your face and your expressions and body language, and they're getting more, even more uh, information about you. They're getting to know you even better. But... Uh, doing video is a lot harder than doing audio. It's tougher to edit. The files are bigger. They take longer to process. There's more setup. The quality is more important. There's so many things involved with video. So in-person speaking engagements and video are both great, but podcasting is so much easier and it scales so much better and it gives you, you know, 80% of the benefit, if not more. So I'm a huge fan of podcasting, even if you've never really thought about doing this before. There are lots of different show formats for a podcast. You could do a solo show where you just talk into the mic. You could have a co-host where you just talk to each other every week or, or multiple co-hosts where you are on a panel where you just talk to each other each week. Or you can have an interview show. And I think for our purposes, having an interview show is the best way to go. You get all kinds of benefits when you're inviting, you know, essentially a stranger or a different person onto the show every week and talking to them about um, their area of expertise and the, the overlap between that and your show concept. It might not be obvious to you if you haven't done an interview show before, but it gives you an evergreen thing to invite people to, which is extremely powerful. Whether you're inviting luminaries from your industry or peers who do something similar to what you do or people who are from your audience, people who are in your target market, What you're doing is growing a network, you're doing market research, and you're creating relationships with people who are farther ahead than you. So let's talk about each one of these individually. First, relationships. Because I have a podcast, I interviewed Seth Godin for crying out loud. What are the chances of me emailing Seth Godin and say, hey, could I chat with you for an hour and just pick your brain? No way. He's not going to do that. 
he probably gets $10,000 for something like that. He would never even consider it, I suppose. But if you have a show and you say, hey, would you like to come on the show? We talk about things like this and it overlaps with your message in these ways. He might say yes. So if, if nothing else, if you have some hero that you'd like to talk to for an hour, you're way more likely to get them on the phone uh, if it's going to be published as a podcast episode than if you just say, hey, can we grab coffee and I'll pick your brain. Another thing that's great about interview shows is that you can reach out to people who are in your target market and basically interview them and find out all the things that you'd like to find out from them if they would jump on a sales call with you. But they're probably a lot more likely to jump on an interview than they would on a sales call. So you can uh, reach out to people on LinkedIn, for example, and connect with people who are in your target market. And as a follow-up, when they connect and you say hello and that, you know, thanks for connecting, uh, take a look at their profile. Is there something interesting that they've done? Have they, is, is something that you find interesting about them? You could say, hey, you'd be a perfect guest for my podcast. Would you be interested in coming on for 30 minutes to share your expertise with my audience? There's something in it for them. Um, it's not salesy. You automatically have permission to record the conversation. So you could just go in and ask them the kinds of questions you would ask that kind of a client in a sales interview and kind of brainstorm with them. It could almost be like a free strategy session. It depends on what you do. But you can really jam with them. And people who are listening to this are going to be like, wow, that was interesting. I would love to do that with the host, with you. Um, but they're, you know, they're not going to be able to just jump on the podcast. They're probably going to have to pay you to either jump on a phone call or have some kind of consulting arrangement. So even though you're not going to sell directly to these guests that you have on from your target market, talking to them and exposing the thought process that goes into, let's say, doing design for pizza places. Maybe you're a designer and you have people from pizza places on your show and exposing that to the public is going to attract the kinds of people who are going to want that sort of expertise applied to their business. So you're doing research, you're finding um, the language that you can use to connect with people in your target market, and you get this content piece that's potentially going to um, attract folks like you, this guest to your products and services or maybe your mailing list. Okay, so let's say you're sold on the idea of starting your own podcast, at least in theory. What are the next steps? Well, the first thing I would do is name the podcast. Try and come up with a name for it. And the name of the podcast, you want it to be catchy. You want it to um, roll off the tongue. Ultimately, this is an audio format. So anything that's awkward or hard to say, it's not going to spread that easily. It's going to be annoying. It's going to constantly be this piece of friction, this road bump. So you want to come up with a name that's good. But what is good? This is sort of a tricky thing to um, identify. There's, there's a certain poetry to it. There's all sorts of aspects to coming up with a good podcast name. But you want it to be something that's memorable and something that people are going to feel cool saying and sharing with their friends. You want it to be, you probably want it to be um, clear, specific, not so much clever. So let's talk about a couple of different name podcast names of real podcasts, and I'll talk about what I think about each one. Uh, the first one is my show Ditching Hourly. It's easy to say. It rolls off the tongue. There's something really punchy about it that I like. Ditching Hourly. It would probably be a little bit better if I said Ditching Hourly Billing. Uh, that would be more clear. 
uh, but it doesn't flow as well and ditching hourly billing eh, it'd be okay it's just not it's not how i figured it out the domain name ditchinghourly.com was available so i went with that there's pros and cons to it i don't think it's perfect uh, uh, but i think it's pretty good uh, another show i do is called the business of authority i think that one's very clear it's about making money as an authority business so it it seems pretty clear to me maybe maybe you would disagree but that one is is like exactly what the show is uh, another title a friend of mine kurt elster runs a podcast called the unofficial shopify podcast and i love that name because it's clearly about shopify and i actually love that it's unofficial and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to the taglines but that's really clear like who's it for it's for people that run shopify sites it's, you can tell right from the name uh, another show I run that I think is a terrible name is Terrifying Robot Dog. And this is just a tech podcast that I do with a friend. And the name doesn't really tell you anything. It usually gets a laugh. I, almost always when I tell people the name of that show, they get a la- I get a laugh out of them, which it's not a comedy podcast. So it's not really, I don't think it's that great. I don't think it's that effective. I like it. It's nice. And I don't really, I mean, the show is just for fun. But it's not a particularly good name. It's not clear. Um, the backstory, if you find out the backstory, makes sense. But it's really not obvious what the show's for or about. And it could almost be anything with a name like that. So it, that's you know just an example of one that I think is really not that great. It's funny, but it's not a comedy podcast. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's a good one. When, so when you're thinking of your name, I would err on the side of clear not clever. If you can get both in there, that's fine. But clear is probably uh, always going to beat clever. And something that's easy to say, that's, that flows, that just rolls off the tongue. Those two things I think are most important when it comes to coming up with a title for the podcast. Next, I want to talk about taglines for the show. And the tagline is an opportunity for you to have a little bit of an elevator pitch for the show. It's important for listeners because you want them to know what's in it for them uh, when they listen to the show. But it's also important when you're inviting guests. They want to know what the show's about and having a really clear and concise way to, uh, for them to discover that. Either they see it on your site or you tell it to them. This is, I think, really, really helpful. Uh, so I'm going to show you a couple of examples from the shows I mentioned earlier. And we can, I'm going to talk about each one a little bit. So this one's Ditching Hourly, and the tagline is, My name's Jonathan Stark, and I'm on a mission to rid the world of hourly billing. I don't think that's actually that great. Uh, It could be improved. You know, it's not clear why anyone should care about that, uh, at least from the audience standpoint. Uh, On the guest standpoint, it, it actually works great with guests because guests who are on a similar mission get it immediately and they like the bigness of the fact that i'm on the mission to rid the world of hourly billing it's like i'm i basically just throw my mission statement for ditching hourly overall onto the podcast as a tagline you're never going to come up with a perfect tagline there uh, are different iterations to it it's kind of a subjective judgment call at the end of the day Um, but i don't think this one's really that great it's okay but it's not great Uh, if i if i was going to start over from scratch, I'd probably do something a little bit more benefits focused for the listener. Um, It would be related, of course, but I might word it in a different way. Now, this one is business of authority. And the tagline here is how to make a living while you're making a difference. 
a weekly show for independent professionals who want to go from six figures to seven while increasing their impact on the world. So we're doing two things here. I would say if I was going to, this is kind of long. If I was going to cut anything, it would be the first sentence, how to make a living while you're making a difference. We could use that in other places. I like that line, but the clear, it's not as clear as the second sentence, which is a weekly show. So you know how, what you're signing up for. If you subscribe, you're going to get it once a week. Who's it for? It's for independent professionals who want to go from six figures to seven while increasing their impact on the world. So it's clear who the target audience is. And there are really two benefits because we know that audience that cares about two different things. Uh, One group of people is going to care about increasing their income. So we address that with the six figures to seven. And other ones are kind of comfortable with the money situation and are more interested in increasing their impact. So we call that out as well. So the second sentence here, the one that starts with the weekly show, is very clear. I think it's very clear. Um, and the first sentence, how to make a living while you're making a difference, we could move that somewhere else, I think. I don't think it needs to be there. It's, overall, if I was going to trim something, that would be it. So I would give this one um, a thumbs up in terms of clarity and uh, promise. Uh, the next tagline I want to look at here is Kurt's, Kurt Elster's from the Unofficial Shopify podcast. He's got an entire paragraph here, and it's all good. Uh, I would call, if I had to pick one sentence that was the tagline, it would be this. Discover new opportunities to grow your store from the world's most successful Shopify entrepreneurs. It's very clear who it's for. If you run a Shopify store and you want to grow it, you can come come and listen to this show and listen to the world's most successful Shopify entrepreneurs. You get tips and tricks. People love that sort of thing. This is also going to be good for guests because it's, it's, it defines who the guests are too, the world's most successful Shopify entrepreneurs. So it, it re- this is a really good one. It's a little, in this particular instantiation of it on the homepage, it's a little bit buried, but it's fine because the other copy around it is really good too. Uh, one thing I want to call out here um, that I mentioned earlier with the title, the fact that, that Kurt uses unofficial in the title I think is great because at the end, he ties it back and explains why that's actually a benefit and not a liability. He says, the unofficial Shopify podcast is not authorized, endorsed, or sponsored by Shopify. It's a no-holds-barred discussion of e-commerce growth strategy and tactics. So the promise that he's implying there is that he's not going to tell you that Shopify is the best thing in the world. He's going to tell you where it's bad also. And he's not being paid by Shopify He's going to give you the unvarnished truth, which I think a lot of people would prefer to, you know, a podcast that's basically just an ad for a product. So I think this is fabulous. This is really well done. The last one we'll look at is for Terrifying Robot Dog. And as you recall, I don't think this title is very good, Um, but I think our tagline is very, very clear and hopefully kind of makes up for it. So the tagline here is a weekly podcast about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. There may not be a benefit in that for you. It's sort of a B2C kind of show. We're not selling anything. It's not a product thing. It's just really us talking about, you know, gadgets and future tech and what are the implications of China spying on its citizens and so forth. So I think the tagline here is really, really clear. It's short. It's, uh, Yeah, it just says what it is. You either care about it or you don't. It doesn't talk about who would care about this. It doesn't specifically say, you know, for developers or for entrepreneurs or anything like that. Uh, It's a very horizontal kind of thing where we're going to talk about a topic. And if you care about that topic, then you might want to listen. So uh, I just wanted to point this out because I think it's an example of a bad name 
but a good tagline. So, you know, they could be, ideally you'll have good versions of both, but you can kind of, you know, it's all subjective and it's sort of, there's a poetry to everything uh, in this space. So you, you know, you're going to want to play with it and maybe you can make up for liabilities with one uh, using the other. The to-do for this lesson is really short. Just come up with a good title and a good tagline for a podcast that you might start someday. Just a hypothetical podcast that would allow you to interview people, your peers, uh, people from your target market or the audience, and luminaries in your field. Just come up with a name and a tagline that would maybe appeal to those groups and you know be a, a true representation of your area of expertise. So try and find the overlap in that Venn diagram and come up with a title and a tagline that ticks all of those boxes. It's not going to be perfect. It's probably going to take several iterations. Your title might be better than your tagline or vice versa. So just throw some things together and drop your ideas into the Slack room so we can all discuss them there. All right. Uh, I hope this is a fun one. Uh, Can't wait to see what you do in Slack. Bye.